Well, hello there. This is show 259 of These Amazing Places for the week of February 3rd, 2014. Welcome back. And on this show, we're going to be doing our last trip report and discussion that we did with Cameron a little while back. This is going to be on the new Fantasyland, uh, his thoughts on it. And we also have uh, additional discussions that go on during it. So sit back. Uh, Adam's got a little news for you first, and then... We'll do the feature, and then I'll be back to close things out after that. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. This is Adam, and I'm going to be covering the news for February 2nd, 2014. All right, everybody. Not a whole lot of news this week, but a couple of things I wanted to pay attention to. First off, on the Disney Parks blog, which is disneyparks.com slash blog, we talk about it a lot. Two announcements have come out. Well, not necessarily announcements, but uh, the first one I want to talk on is uh, what we're doing the show on this week, and that is New Fantasyland. Uh, they have still yet to announce any official announcement, even in a month or anything that we know that the mine train is going to be open. But they did release some more photos, so if you want to, go ahead and go to the Parks blog and check out some more photos that have been announced. You can clearly see at the bottom in the comments how many people have asked, Oh, my trip's in April. When is this coming out? When is it open? Do we have to go? I'm only coming every five years. Can you can you let us know? And uh, the responses from the Disney Parks blog has been overwhelmingly. They are, of course, the first to hear about the news, and we'll publish it on the Parks blog website as soon as possible. So, still no official dates. We'll, we'll let you know when we hear about that. But I wanted to tell you about that because it has some links in there and has some neat photos about some of the new stuff uh, in the aging of the ride and some different stuff that they haven't posted yet from pictures standpoint. The second thing on the Parks blog that I want to talk about is this new Disney Vacation Club uh, perk, I guess you could call it. It's called Membership Magic. Uh, it's not really anything detailed here that I'm going to talk about, and we may allude to it a, at some point since Roy gives us the inside information on DVC. But uh, Membership Magic is going to be an exclusive offer for Disney Vacation Club members to do certain things. Uh, there may be uh, discounts on Adventures by Disney or exclusive trips to Adventures by Disney itineraries. Uh, they have an exclusive Disney Dream Ship. Uh, cruise that they're going to be doing in August of this year. Um, there's different things where they're going to have a merchandise place where they can go online and get exclusive merchandise uh, specifically for from only Disney Vacation Club members. Uh, they've also got some other things that they're looking at um, in terms of that, but uh, it's called Membership Magic. It's sort of a new perk for Disney Vacation Club members, and of course it will be uh, something that will just help to sell the Disney Vacation Club. Uh, finally, the third thing I want to talk about is on or the Orlando Sentinel. They have reported that the a couple of Imagineers, actually one Imagineer, Joe Rohde, spoke with cast members this past week at Disney's Animal Kingdom in the uh, the theater there. The, this was before a previewing of the Avatar movie, and they're talking about the Avatar ride. Um, I'm just going to read from it. And it says here on the Orlando Sentinel, Avatar is coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom and the creators of the new land enthusiastically share some thoughts about, the, about that to cast members gathered for a screening of the film at Theme Park this week. Uh, there's a little in the way of actual new info on this video uh, shared with us by BigFatPanda.com. 
Big Fat Panda is uh, they have a YouTube channel, so you can check out. There's a 15 minute video out there of Joe Rody, John Lando. Uh, talking about the Avatar expansion in Disney Animal Kingdom. John Lando is, was involved in uh, the Avatar movie making and creation there. Anyway, they go on to talk about just the fact that uh, they're out there just talking about what Animal Kingdom means and what this means and how the collaboration works. One more important thing, if you're interested, it says here that there is, this is according to Orlando Sentinel's website, the Avatar-themed land is scheduled to open in 2017. So, of course, there are signs, construction walls, Camp Minnie Mickey is completely closed now, and uh, Festival of the Lion King is not reopened in its new location, but we hope to hear some information on an opening date for that, too. Just something to keep in mind as we progress forward with the construction that's going on in Walt Disney World. Other than that, uh, that should pretty much cover everything that's going on right now. We will get back to you guys. Unfortunately, Doug has been under the weather this week, and we had anticipated... Uh, covering some more details on a show, some new information. But be looking for that in the weeks to come. Uh, We'll try to post some updates on our Twitter feed if you're interested. And thanks so much for following. On to the next segment. Welcome again to These Amazing Places podcast. This is Adam sitting next to Doug in the recording van down by the river. Just check Twitter and you'll see the picture of where we're sitting right Yeah, really. Now. Uh, we're joined on the virtual roundtable by Roy. Hey there. And our West Coast affiliate, Cameron. Hello. All right, and on this week's show, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, some of the latest updates from New Fantasyland, although they aren't necessarily the bleeding-edge latest updates. But Cameron was just there in September of 2013, and we're going to kind of fill in some of the gap between our last trips uh, when we went and uh, just talk about some of the new stuff. I know Magic Bands have come out since then and some different things, but uh, it's just an update show to kind of get everybody back in, plus to get maybe a little more um, of a review back from uh, Cameron's trip so that we can get some info, what he thought about the layout of the new area and, and just... Disney in general. So, all right, take so, it away. All right. Uh, so, uh, Cameron, let's just uh, let's just take you in. I kind of know somewhat about how this looks. You, there's actually large gates, kind of that you walk through, uh, like large brick gates that you walk through to go back into the new Fantasyland. Is that correct? Um, I, I don't. I entered there through Tomorrowland, kind of where Pooh is. Oh, okay, off the other side. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Gotcha. Uh, but you're right. There are there are the gates there where, where Dumbo used to sit. Yep. Okay. Well, let me Wall. swing. Yeah, let me swing it this way. So, Cameron, do you rem- uh, remembering back from your last trip to New Fan to Fantasyland? Was there anything big that really struck you, like wow, or anything on this last trip? Yeah, they they did a lot with the area. I remember it being more open because the what was it? The twenty thousand leagues into the sea submarine ride was there. In two thousand. So that kind of opened the area more. And now everything's kind of uh, built higher, you know, because the mine train is there. And then, like, you see the Beast Castle kind of where Be Our Guest is. And and then it's just a lot of little sections within Fantasyland, kind of, because you have the circus area. You have the Beast area. You have kind of the Winnie the Pooh area. And then you have, like, a princess area. And it's, it's kind of cool, actually. It's like little areas of its own land within a land, kind of. 
That's cool. And I'm interested, I know it's not finished, but I've heard that there is supposed to be somewhat of a a better way when they're completely finished that they're going to cover some stuff up with trees so that you actually, when you round corners, it's sort of like Disneyland, when you round corners, you like, you all of a sudden see the Beast Castle rather than seeing it sort of in a big, so wide area. So that's the reveal of that's, each area? Yeah, there's supposed to be something like that. I don't know how much they're going to do. I guess we won't know until the mine train is completely finished and they got all that buttoned up and closed up. But well, so, I mean, tell me, both you and Roy, how much different is it having all these trees and stuff around? I mean, does it truly kind of look like a forest in that area? I don't know. You know, one of the big distractors for me was was the wall, construction wall around the mine train ride. It really does create an adverse visual effect in my mind. Um, I mean, the Beast Castle and Tannin Tales area, that, I mean, that place is awesome. You know, with water... Uh, feature going under the the bridge to, to be our guest and the trees but then on the other side you've got this construction going on that in my mind does really kind of take away from the view so i'm anxious to get down there in january and see what it looks like i'm not sure how how it was with you cameron down there if the walls were still i guess as obtrusive as they were when i was there in february yeah the, i i'd have to agree with that um that's why it's kind of hard to tell if it looks like a forest or not, because then you run into this big giant wall, and then it's still under construction, so you still have the construction bridges up there and stuff. Uh, once they get that finished, I think it'll look a lot better. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll add lots of, of trees around the mine ride, I would think. That will, yeah. that will really finish it off well. Right, and it feels a little foresty by the poo area, but I don't, I don't really notice a foresty thing yet. I think... Like you said, once that's fixed, everything will be perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Agreed. And you said in your notes, your wife really loved Lafu's brew. Yeah, and um, that was that was different. Than, it's kind of like their butter beer, but it was. Um, what was I, say? I don't remember what the flavor was. I didn't try it. it was, oh, you did. Oh, it was okay. apple. Yeah. Kind of like an apple slush thing. Yeah, that's what I had heard. Yeah, she she really liked it because. Uh, she she likes apples and the pomegranate finish on top really went with it well. So I did, thought it was pretty good. Did you guys eat there? No, I I wish I had, man. I was I think we had just eaten, and then we went there kind of for the food to brew as like kind of a dessert. But then I saw the shank and I was like, oh, I should yeah, the, have gotten the bar that. It looked awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's what I I mean. Adam and I are both crazed uh, turkey like fans, so I kind of really wanted to know about the the pork shank. Uh, yeah, I'm, I wish I could tell you. Okay. We're going to have to get some more details on that, like yeah. price and stuff and how it compares to the turkey leg. Yeah. yeah so. Roy, that you're the man. All right. I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bring one back. Uh, okay. So uh, you did have an encounter, though, with Gaston, right? Yeah, that was amazing. The, the guy who played Gaston was, abs- was so funny. And I know he was like, what does this 30-year-old male want to be over here with me for? So I kind of did this thing where I'm shaking his hand, and I'm like, you know, he's tearing my hand off. And he was like, oh, he was kind of taken aback by it. And then he was, he's just funny. He was just hilarious. And then he saw my honeymoon button. He's all, where's this woman at? And then I brought her over in the wheelchair. And he's like, you know what? I got to make sure this ring is like, okay. So he looks at it and then he looks at it from all directions. And he's like, you know what? This is pretty cool. So it was just a fun experience. I, I recommend everybody go back there and maybe see Gaston have fun. So, uh, what was your favorite part of New Fantasyland? 
My favorite part was the Gaston's area. I mean, okay. it was done really well, and it, it's kind of like this own secluded area with a fountain and where the, the his restaurant is and where I think there's a shop over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that whole area was just amazing. It was like walking into Beauty and the Beast where he does all that. I, I love that. And then there's another area I really liked with Rapunzel. I think it's like a, I think it's only a restroom. Yes, yeah, it's just a restroom. Yeah. That's the tower, right? Rapunzel's tower. Yeah. Yeah, like the, oh, yeah. Yeah, like the $9 million restrooms or something. So that is that where yeah. um, uh, the old... Uh, Skyway. Uh, Skyway, yeah, yeah. The Skyway uh, got torn down finally. And yeah, right. If you keep I, going, you go to Haunted Mansion, right? That's where I actually have a video yes. leaving out of that Skyway okay. tower. Okay, wow. That's that's crazy to see that whole area. And how is Pooh's... Uh, not Pooh. Um, what's that restaurant? Was it... We stood on the second floor of that restaurant where oh, no yes. one was. It was a Columbia Harbor House. No, it was Pinocchio's. Pinocchio. Oh, Pinocchio's. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that they, still you there? Can't, you can't get up there now. The up on, yeah, I went, tried to go up myself. You know what? I don't think so. I don't remember even seeing that yeah, restaurant. I think P- Pinocchio's is still there. Is it? Okay. Yeah, but you, there's a, we actually had, we heard another podcaster talk about that you could go up onto this balcony, these stairs, and nobody ever just tried to do it. And so when Adam and I were there, we thought, well, maybe we can get a shot over the wall, the construction wall, and go up on the balcony at the same time. Well, sure enough, we started walking. Nobody really bothered us, so we went on up. But we got up there and started looking around, and they had actually painted the deck long before we ever came up there and put the tables on it. And the paint must have still been fresh when they laid the tables oh, on wow. it. Because the paint <laughs> was stuck to the legs, like the feet <laughs> oh, on the that's table. That's funny. And so but, that, but now my, when my wife and I went back, Last March, they you couldn't go up there any longer. Okay, man, that was a great spot because you could really sit and have a nice. It's meant to go get the food and go out there and eat. Yep. But uh, we'll have to we'll have to check it out. I wonder if they'd open it back up when construction's finished. Could be. But, so it's right next to like the if you're walking towards New Fantasyland from the Rapunzel's area, it'd be like on your left, I believe. Yes. Oh, okay. I think I, I might have been just too distracted by the the restrooms. Yeah. Yeah. And those, yeah, yeah, it does look like attraction an attraction in itself. Just, uh, and so, so, um, aerials, did you go on it? No, I didn't, but it is the exact same. I've seen stuff on it on like YouTube and stuff. It's the exact same ride as it is here. I I really tried not to go on rides that were kind of similar to our rides. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. That's, but that, that is a cool ride actually. Even here, it's pretty cool. It's like, you know, dark rides, you know, with the, the figures and stuff, but they do more move more. They're more you know, animatronics, so it's pretty cool. Okay. Well, I, and I know there's several waterfalls and stuff like that back in there. I, yeah, I've already heard yeah, it. it's a good area. You have like you have Eric's castle and stuff back there, and yeah, I think that's where the submarine used to be and stuff. So it's all built out kind of more. So did it seem crowded when you were in there? When you were back uh, in area. Only a little bit, I th- but again, I think that's the the mine train cars fall. I think that kind of makes everything. It takes up a lot of space, and because the walls take up more space, probably in the attraction, it's and it's in the middle of everything. That's the problem. So it did feel like a little closed in a little bit. I, but like I said, I think that'll change once that thing opens. It'll probably be a lot more spacey and stuff. And did you go into the? Uh, oh, I know there's a meet and greet back in there, and then there's that large tent area where you can go in and there's food items and stuff back in there I yeah we went in there it's like a shop kind of and food because they have like treats like cotton like a circus they have cotton candy and stuff like that but it's also a store with merchandise and shirts and stuff we can get that's I, a pretty cool area it's I all circus that, that tent, that's the tent that was there before when it was uh 
A Toontown still. Yeah, they I think there were, Yeah, there was the one tent. I don't know if it was one or two that they didn't move, or they just redid the tops to make them. But yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if you know, we did a walkthrough video of Mickey's Toontown before. It was like months before they tore it down. And yes. Yeah, so it's interesting. We will probably have to try to get well, something like that have, again. You guys still have Toontown in California, correct? Yeah, here it's Toontown. It's not Toontown's Fair. It's actually like, I don't know how they figured it out, but it's like his house and not his, I guess there it was like his vacation house or something. I don't know the deal, but oh, yeah. here Toontown, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, I don't know if it makes a difference, but in uh, Roger Rabbit, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, if you remember that movie at all, I don't know if you know, but he goes through that yeah. tunnel, and once you go through the tunnel, you're in Toontown. It's like all cartoony. But I, I yeah. don't, that's what Disneyland reminds me of, like that area. Disneyland that Yeah, that's a, exactly what it does. There's a little tunnel in it. It's, I love that area back there. It's pretty cool. Doesn't Disneyland have a Roger Rabbit attraction? Yes, they have a Roger Rabbit dark ride, yeah. and you ah. can spin it. It's yeah, and, cool. and you, you guys still have Mr. Toad's, too, which is where. Yes, do you have Mr. Toad? That's oh, you where, guys missed that that's one where on? Pooh's at. And, uh, yeah, Florida. Pooh took over that area, and then of course they redid the Pooh area so that you have more interactive queue. But yeah, cool. So Roy, what, what do you think about? I mean, uh, do you have anything to add on Fantasyland? No, I'm just looking forward to that mine train being done because I think it, it is a, a huge piece of the puzzle, and I think aesthetically it's going to make a huge difference when they're done and they landscape it and. And the entrance is opened up, and I think traffic flow will be much, much better. And uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it being done. But it's the theming is awesome back there, you know, Enchanted Tales and, and Be Our Guest, and even Ariel, you know, the sea thing is, is so well themed. And Gaston's area is, is very cool. And, uh, you know, we enjoyed even being back there by the tents, The even though it's really more about merchandising back there, it's still kind of a nice little area to get something to eat. And, walk in and cool down on a hot day and, and look at all the stuff you don't need to buy. But um, it, it's it's a nice area. It's a nice area. We did not do uh, do Dumbo, but I think I did a Fast Pass Plus for Dumbo this time. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. I've also heard that Dumbo is pretty cool at night because of the oh, fountains and the lighting and the different yeah. stuff that's going on. So I'd be interested, not that you need to ride it both times, but I'd be interested, Roy, if you guys are there at night to just take it in and see what what's going on with that area yeah and stuff. yeah definitely and i'm gonna throw this out there i don't know you know i'm the one with the youngest kids i think um my three-year-old man she loves uh we bought some of the extra tracks that came out with the new walt disney world and disneyland uh album it's got music on it and it so a lot of them are the same tracks from the old album but uh there's a there's a tune on there that is uh what is it? Casey Jr. It's just an instrumental, but it's like this guitar. Anyway, I guess it's like the background music to that area right there where the Casey Jr. fountain where train thing is. is yeah. And uh, supposedly it's the train tracks kind of look like it came from the Walt Disney yep. World tra- railroad train tracks. And it sort of come out, came out and then there's footprints where the animals got out of the train. All in that reference to the Disney, you know, Dumbo, the movie where... Dumbo, you know, Casey Jr.'s taking the cir- circus, and, well, Dumbo mm-hmm. gets out, and obviously the Dumbo rides right there. Well, uh, everything, all the other animals get out right there. Yeah, so Once again, there's tons of detail in that area. And, of course, there's a story behind it. So yeah. everything in that area, yeah, it's finely detailed. So you could write a book on just what goes on just in that small area. Why the, the uh, 
Uh, restrooms look so nice, even. Yeah. In that area. So. Yeah, we're gonna have to go back and hit it, hit that again, and maybe do a couple shows. I know we did the train station in Frontierland. I, we got to hit the train station there and stuff, and do some shows there. But anyway, something to look for for the next trip, like we always like to talk about. So, Cameron, just let me throw out: Did you happen to see a lot of people using um, magic bands while you were there? Uh, yes, I did. There was a lot of people, especially on like you go to the parks that do the extra magic hours. You really see them everywhere. But yeah, a lot of people were wearing them. I, I, I wanted to try them. They did looked you, cool. Did you get to visualize anybody using them as they were going into attractions? Yes, they just it's like this little kiosk or like a little kind of pole with like a Mickey head on it. And you just put your magic band next to the Mickey head and it'll flash and then it'll flash green if it's like the correct way to go in then you go in they use them at the entrance now too actually right yeah as uh, as opposed to a ticket yeah and uh, your ticket now i think we used like kind of a little credit card sort of thing they might have the rsid chip in it yeah. or something yeah, we I could know. hold our pass up to any of those same things and except for the fast pass ones just kind of the ticket ones and then um i think test track but yeah it was a card now yeah Test track. Okay, we'll get into that stuff more too. Well, I was just curious yes. if you sell, because I mean, we hear, uh, we hear basically about people talking about the rollout, with the, you know, it's going on in the parks, and you're a lot of people saying that there are large complaints and problems, and so, but you're the first one I've talked to who's really laid eyes on it while they've been in there, and so I just well, was curious as to what you saw. Well, I'll share with you this morning when I was, you know, we're 60 days out from our trip, and. So I ordered our magic bands, I don't know, about a week or so ago. I got to customize them with the color and our name. And then today I was getting on doing Fast Pass. And the first day I did was Magic Kingdom. And I, you know, selected our party and, you know, it gave me some options. I picked those. And then it came up and said and showed me two of our party was not eligible for Fast Pass. Like, well, that's weird. Hmm. Uh, so I went through there, but then I went back and copied my fast pass selections for that day to their profile and it seems to have worked but it did it it did that twice on two occasions for for different people uh where you know, like you're, this person was not eligible for a fast pass like well i haven't picked any so there there are some glitches in the system i think i mean i was able to work around it but i'm just thinking what if somebody doesn't know isn't as passionate about it as i am right trying to plan their trip and all of a sudden they're getting these errors and and they don't catch it or something, and they get down there, and it's like, well, you're, you don't have a fast pass. Everybody else in your party does, but you don't. Um, so there's still some glitches, and I hope they get them worked out. I think I've got all mine worked out. But I, I did hear a story about some people at, uh, uh, I think it was Pop Century, who were actually locked out of the rooms for an hour because the system crashed. Mm. And it, oh. just, it basically wiped out everybody's information. It corrupted their RFID cards, and so they couldn't get into the rooms. Yeah. One oh. thing, I know we talked about this on past shows, but I think one of the biggest things it, for any listeners out there who, if they experience, if you experience this, you, you, Disney is the prime with customer service, but if they don't know about your issues, they can't put anything right. down to help you out, you know? And so, I, Roy, I know I know what you're saying, and you're you're right on it because you, you're in, you got the information, you know what you need to do to get it fixed, or you're, you're willing to troubleshoot it yourself. But if you end up going down there, say, 
and you don't have the availability on your smartphone to change it or to do any of these tweaks that you were doing here at home, if you go up to a cast member, I almost guarantee you, even after this stuff is all digital and no one can do anything, they're going to hand you something that's going to get you a fast pass anyway into something that'll let you still have a good time and still experience it without having hiccups of delays and all this stuff. So I think right. that's... And, but no, they're not going to know unless you say something. So yeah. I think just to know that for listeners, say, hey, make sure that you mention that to a cast member. They can't take care of you. They always say, you know, if I can't handle it, I'll send it to my supervisor or whatever. And Disney is more than willing to make it more than right most of the time with whatever's happening. So believe me, those people I'm sure that were locked out of the room. The problem is, is all you hear is that they were locked out of the rooms when, and that was like third party, somebody yeah. talking about it, where... I guarantee you if you talk to the party that it happened to, you would find out that they were given something or something else was done for them because of what happened to them. Yeah. That's Disney. They just make it right. So. Yeah. So. I don't know, Cameron, did you experience any of that in your last trip as far as that kind of customer service from Disney? Um, yeah, actually, they, they were really good with everything. I mean, we had a wheelchair and we had a lot to deal with with that. And they were, they were pretty good about it. They're always good, you know. So, but I was really surprised that Universal was good, too. I mean, they really stepped it up, too. But everybody was great. I got to tell you that. Everybody down there, all the cast members. And anytime we needed help, everybody was just willing to help. So I got to give them that. Well, this is the nice thing about the competition between the parks is the consumer definitely makes out, so... Uh, yeah, this is only going to get better and better for people that are coming down there. And in turn means the parks are going to become more and more crowded. So you definitely want to pick your times when you go there. Well, um, more crowded, but then again, it's this digital technology where you can plan your day out ahead of time so you don't have to worry about the waits and the times, you know, the normal time you would spend running into the park and running to Space Mountain to go get your Fast Pass right away the first thing in the morning or Toy, Toy Story. Toy Story is like the number one oh, long yeah. line, but man, yeah. it's trying to get a fast pass. There. Yeah, yeah. In fact, Roy, I just got to ask you since you're planning your trip, have you scheduled a fast pass for Toy Story already? I did, I did, and I had several choices, so I got it. I got it lined up. I got Soren on. Uh, we're going to Epcot on the Thursday and then Sunday, so I got Soren both days. Did you get your uh, Did you get your fast pass for a great movie ride? <laughs> Um, believe, it or, believe it or not, I think I did. Yeah, they're testing those. I just saw a thing yeah. where that's the yeah. park where they're... I know, I know the Redmonds will love it. And uh, so actually that was once like, yeah. you know what? I'll, huh. I'll snag that and, uh, you know, and see how it goes. But, yeah, it, it was interesting, some of the choices. Like, well, I don't need one for that, but I'll take it. What the heck? And you can always make changes, I guess, on the fly. Right. And Lights, Motors, Action, is it still open? Because I had heard that. I, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just, wasn't a priority to us. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just throwing I, that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, there's a lot of places that I'm wondering at this point. Okay, what's going on with each place? But, but that's for another show, right? Yeah. Yeah. We definitely. Uh, I, I mean, we've, we're wrapping this show up, but I, I definitely think we should definitely hit uh, a lot more about Cameron's trip, especially because he visited there and as a West Coaster coming in. I think there's a lot of comparison questions that we can talk about on another show that I'd like to bring up with, you know, what's it like? We, we've, we've done some past shows where what's it like to be an East Coaster and a, a Disney World fan to go to Disneyland, but what's it like for a Disneyland person to come to Disney World and experience that? So, yeah, something to talk about. And yeah. let, me, let me, well, go ahead, Cameron, and then I'll ask you one last question. I think you, I think you covered it. Okay. 
Well, tell me something. What do you think about the idea of them possibly building Cars Land in Florida? Uh, I don't have a problem with it. It just depends on how they do it. Yeah. You know, I hope and, they don't make it like the focus of the park, but nah. they well, do it right. And I, you know, I hope they do something different, maybe make a different track or don't make it really, you know, what's it called in the movie? Their town, make it a different city or something. I think yeah. that'd be cool. Radiator Springs. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I have, I don't know. I just have this theory that there's that huge, still no one knows about the Star Wars land. And maybe by the time this show comes out, we will know some more, but. I just have this theory that Star Wars Land is just going to be a California thing at first. Only, I don't know. I just feel, I don't know. It's just like there's this, for whatever reason, the way they they mentioned some of the things in the Imagineers, the expo there. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they will actually do what rumors we've heard about Hollywood Studios kind of taking out Echo Lake and that whole area making it and I was not yeah. but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised but I don't know I could see I could see them only doing one project I mean obviously Avatar Land's coming to Disney World but I could see them not doing Star Wars and Cars Land at the same time in the studios you what know, about only Star picking Wars one and Avatar I don't know you I mean know, this is, these are some big question marks well um I, you know, I don't know if you guys are paying attention to the news, but they actually did bump back Star Wars. Yeah. It is no longer May of 2015. It's December of 2015. So yeah. that, that court, sort of kind of pushes... And I talked to you about that through text. But I don't yeah, know, we talked in text, but we didn't do it in person. But anyway, I, I mean, Avatar is longer than that. I think it's 2016 maybe. But yeah. again, movies and how those work kind of fill in the gap with the, you know promoting stuff in the parks and how that works. So, oh. And we'll definitely get into talking... The rest of the parks here that uh, that that Cameron visited while he was in. Oh yeah, so we definitely want to cover those aspects on on other shows. Okay, so, so let's wrap this one up, and uh, we will be back with more. That wraps the show up for this week. Catch us next week when we're back talking with Roy about his latest trip into the parks and his experience with uh, Magic Plus. He's got a lot of stuff he wants to say about that, so we'll be back again next week with that. Subscribe to us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces. Also subscribe to us and give us a rating on iTunes, and uh, we thank you for that. Anyway, if you want to email us between now and then, contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces. Hope everyone's doing well, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. I like to travel. I like to drive. I like the music all night. Show me a good time. Show me some fun. Show me the podcast right This podcast has been brought to you by the fun folks at theseamazingplaces.com. Thanks for listening.